thank you for tuning in to Worst Grace Scenario. I'm your host, Grace, and I'm joined once again today by my good friend, Ashana. Hi. That'll be the day when Ashana isn't my co-host. Yeah. Oh my goodness, <laughs> that will be a terrible, terrible Yeah, this is our day. thing, you know? It is. All right, we're going to get started right away with a question of the week. This week, our question is, if you worked at a circus, which job would you want to have? Like the circus? The circus. Oh, <laughs> I want to be one of those people who, like, do really crazy stuff with fire. So, like, what are they called? A flamethrower? I don't know. You um, breathing. Some, sh- Shana just booked it. I know. I literally just booked it from, like, the second floor. So, if so, you hear heavy breathing, that is not a dog. No. That is a human. <laughs> um, all right. Flamethrower. I would want to be a trapeze artist. Really? Like an acrobat of some sort. Oh, you'd be good at that because you did gymnastics for a while, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, you'd have a good knack for that. I would say that I want to work with the animals, but I don't think they're treated too humane. Yeah, they really aren't. Humanely, so, you know, that's out the window. I mean, like, if I was, like, a... I don't know what they're called. Some people would call them pyromaniacs, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know what you're referring to. Like, sometimes they have, like, fire rings, and then, like, they jump through them, or, like, make people jump through them. Or, like, they just, like, set themselves on fire, or, like, set things that should not be on fire on fire. And then, like, they all magically live. I want to be that. (laughs) All right. I can see that for you. Yeah, that'd be fun, you know? I I maybe I can set your net on fire. (laughs) My net? (laughs) Yeah, your safety. (laughs) That's a really cruel thought. But I feel like it's the kind of thought a flamethrower would have. So, you know. Or, like, you do, like, one of those, like, you're, you know, you're doing your trapeze thing. But then, like... Not the your actual handle, like the thing you're holding on, but like the wire connecting it would be on fire. That'd be pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, like your safety net would be fine because it's a safety net. But like the actual cable thingy attaching the <laughs> handle to yeah. like that upper fixture, yes, whatever, yes. that's on fire. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'd be such a good trapeze artist. That wouldn't even take me down. Yeah. You'd be just, you, you're built different, you know? You're, <laughs> you're immune to this. Speaking of, I feel like we both have a bit of a superiority complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think yours is just, um, you know, we went into your Enneagram type. I think that's where yours comes from is just your general personality. <laughs> For me, I feel like it comes from reading too many fantasy books and then thinking that I'm invincible because characters <laughs> in fantasy books always end up unscathed. Yeah, they do some stupid stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. So I just, you know, live. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So. Like, you know, they're always, you know, snooping around things <laughs> that, like, are very obviously not meant to be looked into. And they're like, you know what? Yeah. Let me do that. And then stupid things happen to them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. We have some weird news for you. I have so many weird news, news articles this week that I'm going to have to split them up into probably, like, three separate weeks. You know, it's just the beginning of Christmas. So, no, it isn't. December. This is marketing at its its finest. This is the marketing at its finest. They've gotten to me. This is capitalism. They've done it. They've finally met. They've done it. Great job. Santa Claus has finally brainwashed you. (laughs) It's been like literally two days after Thanksgiving. They've done it. They've done it now. But like, you know, it's beginning of December and like, you know, I could see a lot of stupid things happening. Well, speaking of um, holidays, this kind of ties into Thanksgiving because Black Friday is what brought this issue to light yeah this article is called walmart walmart pulls toy after brampton grandma discovers it sings about cocaine in polish (laughs) 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 typically oh and this is from narcy toronto which is a a nice change of pace from our usual um huff post yeah 
Uh, typically, children's toys tend to avoid topics such as drug abuse or depression, but not always, which is the lesson that Walmart Canada is learning the hard way. A toy cactus being sold on Walmart's website is a cactus. Kind of, yes, it's a oh, toy I love cactus, that. like a dancing little yeah. cactus. It's quite cute, but it does sing in English, Spanish, and Polish. And a Polish grandmother was mortified by what she heard. <laughs> it just so happens that I am Polish, and when I started to listen to the songs and I heard the words, I was in shock. I thought, "What is this? Some kind of joke?" Um, it's about taking five grams of cocaine and being alone. <laughs> it's very depressing, she added. Um, do we have, like, a lyric check? We do not have a lyric check, but the song being used is by a Polish rapper named Sipis, mm. who said that he had no clue that this music of his <laughs> was being used in this toy. Um, Walmart was asked to comment on the issue, and they said they take customer concerns of this nature very seriously, and they have removed the items while looking into the complaint further. Okay, but, like, I kind of want that because that's kind of funny. It is pretty funny. It's so funny. Like, that's definitely the type of thing that you see in a college dorm room, you know, yeah. where it's just, like, it's just, like, a dancing little cactus, but then, like, if you know, if you magically happen to know Polish, <laughs> you get a completely different story. No, I think what has happened is this is not appropriate for the children's oh, section yeah, not at all anymore. But it's opened up a new market where it yes. can be a gag gift now. Yes. Just not at Walmart. <laughs> yes. All right. Our second weird news article. Watch out for the mail for that one. I'm, I may, oh, you're going to send me one? Maybe. I would be know? so happy. We both have birthdays coming up. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I know what we can each get each other. Exactly. Um, next article. You can now rage shake your phone to report a problem on Instagram. Um, I did check this and it is true. Really? It is. Like, just like shaking it like an edge sketch well let's read and find out ashana whoa <laughs> if you experience a problem on the social media app store say stories aren't loading or audio isn't working on a video you can simply shake the living hell out of your phone to report the problem and um when i tried this basically what happens is it it brings it give, brings up a little screen that says like is there an issue you would like to report mm. and then you click yes or you click no huh and then from there I don't know what would happen, but I think it probably helps, like, benefit them, like, yeah, yeah. finding problems. Uh, you can turn it off, too, but, um, you know, yeah. why would you? It's exactly. Fun. I thought it would be something like you shake your phone, you know, like, real aggressively and all that, and it just refreshes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it would be something like that, because yeah. honestly, if it was, like, for, like, Chrome windows and all that, you know, just, like, tabs that, like, aren't part of an app... That would be an absolute lifesaver, you know? Yeah. But to be fair, you would also, if it was like on laptops too, you would also just see me in the corner just like visibly shaking <laughs> my <Yeah>. laptop. <laughs> oh, that would be funny. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. But then like you just have to like accept it because like my answer would be, oh yeah, I'm refreshing it. Yeah. My, my tabs. <laughs> um, I forgot to say this is from Inside Hook and the author of this article has a bit of an opinion on the issue. Oh, biased. They, All right. Yeah, they, well, they gotta be biased. I think they got well, yeah. through well not always but I think in an op-ed you're <laughs> oh yeah, yeah generally thought to put your opinion the in op there. doesn't stand for nothing you know <laughs> <laughs> that is right um this person said while I believe Instagram and its owner Facebook meta which is another thing altogether that okay meta is the new name of Facebook mm. um they should be focusing on their attention on more pressing itch- issues plaguing their users but they have to hand it to Instagram for recognizing that 95% of their users already aggressively shake their phones when the app is messing up. 
So providing an automatic pop-up screen to report an issue makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It has, like, that same energy of, like, when the remote isn't working, you just, like, kind of bash it against, like, <laughs> yeah. your palm, you know? Yeah. It has that uh, energy. So, like, I'm glad it's actually being useful. Yeah. Because, like, we all know that it never works. So, like, when it comes to TV remote remotes, it's yeah. always just kind of pure chance. But it feels like it does. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many papers here. <laughs> I don't even know, but we're kind of blasting through segments. We're all prepared people. Yeah. Also, just, like, to revisit, like, something that you said offhandedly of just, like, getting each other gifts. I was just struck with that awesome idea of what I could get you. What? And it's, like, one of those, like... Well, not awesome and like, yeah, this is a very thoughtful kid, <laughs> but more like a, it is thoughtful, but it is more of yeah. like a, this is incredibly hilarious and I want you to have it. You know, I have to say, typically, I think you've given me a birthday slash Christmas gift because my birthday is the day before Christmas. Yeah. Like probably two or three years now, right? Mm -hmm. And I've done the same for you. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I do have to say, your gift giving technique is exactly what you would expect of you because <laughs> it's it's like... You know, it's not like a deep heartfelt no. type of thing. That's not your way. But there's like some thought of like, you can tell that you know me because it's random stuff that I would really like. Yeah. For example, you got me a set of stamps. I did. <laughs> and that's something that most people would not yeah. get excited about. It was about. also like with all different colors of like yeah. inks too. Yeah, the inks. Yeah. It was very exciting to me. <laughs> there's like the most random stamps though. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to, like there's an airplane stamp. There's a... Um, what else is there? There was a bunch of, like, odd emojis ones, like, really yeah. funky ones. And then I remember there was, like, a couple math symbols for some reason. Oh, there's a martini, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then you also got me this little puzzle that was just mesmerizing. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, one of those ones where you have to fit the little metal balls into, the into like, the, the um, spaces. Yeah, and, like, you have to rotate it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I played that so many times <laughs> until I got really good at it. <laughs> Um, yeah. Do you still use the stamps? Like, do they still work? The stamps are still in my drawer, and they do still work, yes. I do, <laughs> I will be honest, have a hard time finding uses for them. <laughs> they're fun. They're they pretty colors, fun. too. Sometimes I just, you know, when I'm bored, I just use the stamps. Yeah, and sometimes I find random uses for them. Yeah, they're mini tattoos. Who knows? Yeah. For a while, I was using them in my planner. Yeah. To, like, you know, when I when I finished something, I'd yeah, put like a random stamp on it. Like scrapbooking type stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, during, like, finals season, <laughs> I can't be motivated to do anything. I'll be like, look, here's a martini stamp for finishing my math homework. <laughs> yeah, we all deserve one. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock here right now. Whoa. Right? Oh, no, it's not. Not no, at all. It's not. <laughs> Wait, what have I gotten you? Um, you got me some cupcakes. You got me um like oh, those stickers. Yeah. What stickers? Um I didn't end up using them because I couldn't figure out what was the actual sticky part, but like it was like <laughs> <laughs> So I just gotta have <laughs> What did I make you a sticker of? Um or get you a sticker. You of? made it and oh, it I was did. like um you just kinda it was like two no it was three and it was like one of me and one of you and it right. said yes and it was for and it was like on mine it just said peggy and yours said cheryl and uh that's what you got me and it had like a little drawing of you and then like a little drawing of me for like each of them for context her nickname for me is cheryl and my nickname for her is peggy it's yes. a long long story yeah. but <laughs> that's all you need to know and so i made her stickers of each of us <laughs> yeah. that's all i gave you they're 
Um, wh- no, I definitely gave you. Oh, you know what you gave me one year? Candy canes. I and did. I put them on my mini Christmas tree in my room. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're welcome. I feel like, um, so like this, I had a random thought of like what I could get you. And like I said, not exactly the most. I do give you notes saying that like, yeah, I'm glad yeah. that you are my friend. Yeah. Cause do I, I have, give you notes. I don't remember. I think I do. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so maybe. This time, I might get you, like, <laughs> I'm just imagining it. It's so funny. Uh, like, one of those, like, masks. I have, like, those animals that, like, <laughs> talk well. Oh, my goodness. Like, the Chewbacca one that went viral or whatever. <laughs> no, like, the maybe. Something like that. Like, yeah. a, like, a mask of, like, the head of an animal or something. And, like, the jaw would move <laughs> as you talk. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I would have so much fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I would get you the cocaine cactus, but... <laughs> I don't think it's being sold anywhere right now, so that might be a little bit hard. Just break out the engineering skills real quick. <laughs> yeah. Just hot water. <laughs> no, no. I'd, like, get some wire, like, some, get someone else to engineer it, and then I'd just, like, cover the wires in felt <laughs> and call it a cactus. Yeah. But, like, if that's the case, you have to record the audio. <laughs> oh, that's right. So <laughs> I'd have to sing in Polish. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> I can learn it real quick. Exactly. You just need to learn about cooking. <laughs> no, actually, I can just, I can, um, Duolingo. Play the, like, you know how you can go to Build-A-Bear and, like, mm-hmm. put your phone up to it and it could, you could play a song and then it goes into, like, the little recording. Ooh, yeah. I could do something like that. Oh, maybe I should just do a Build-A-Bear with that song playing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad at all to do at a children's yeah, story. Yeah, look at us go. We're get, we got ideas all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well... Oh, no, we're not doing any um, weird product reviews today, but if you're looking for a gift idea, I mean, <laughs> the cactus is a good one. Yeah. We're going to move on to unethical life hacks, which I feel like, are you in the mood for unethical life hacks <laughs> today? Because I feel like you probably would be. Yeah, let's do this. All right. We're so, always in the mood for some uh, inethic- unethical life hacks. I have some very upsetting news to tell you. Have you traveled back to the land of Reddit? I have, but here's the worst part. I made an account. Because oh, jeez. At this point, we're doing this so... This has progressed. We're doing so much with Reddit that it's actually beneficial to me to have a Reddit account. So. What does it let you do? Like, what's the benefits here? It let me. It lets me save them. So, oh. like, I, I got, like, 10 unethical life hacks today that I wanted to, like, screenshot and put in our script. Yeah. And so I got to save all of them, and it was much easier to put them in the script. We so. make a lot of sacrifices for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them being our dignity. <laughs> yeah, but, see, here's the thing. Reddit... Now that I've that I'm on it, it frustrates mm-hmm. me because apparently there's this thing on Reddit called karma, where like every time you do like a, a good Reddit deed or whatever, you get karma. Yeah. And if you don't have any karma, you aren't allowed to like save or upvote things or whatever. It's so annoying because like at that point you can't. It's like a never-ending cycle because you can't like rebuild that karma because you can't like you know build it like you can't upvote anything. Yeah. So you keep not having karma. So you just end up with the equivalent of just not having an account. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's capitalism. <laughs> All right. Let's just get right into the unethical life hacks. All right. The first one is, what is the unethical life hack for how to get people to help you find your dog when he's running away? Okay. But first off, you it shouldn't be unethical to ever ask someone <laughs> to help find your dog. But maybe this way is unethical. It's an unethical way of asking for help. Oh, that's... You know what? I was uh, originally going to be like, why would you ever want to do that? But then I realized that there's something called personal pride. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Fair <laughs> enough. Have at it. <laughs> okay. What's your answer? Oh, God. Um, 
I genuinely cannot think of anything like this, so maybe, uh... Oh, I, I don't know. I can't ever get past... I can't get past the idea of just being like, Hey, I lost my dog. Can you help oh, me yeah. find it? You um, know? All right, th this is not quite that. I don't... Okay, this is what it is. If you have trouble with your pets running off and not coming home, name them Grandma and Grandpa. People will be more likely to help you find them when you're calling out those names. I'd say this is not necessarily unethical. Yeah, no, this isn't unethical. It is weird if you have to, like, make those changes, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, like, I'd like to think humanity is enough to be like, oh, your dog is missing? Yeah. Let me help you find yeah. it, because that's important. Yeah. So, also, like, the margin between, like, oh, I can't find my dog to, oh, I can't find my grandma <laughs> is a bit extreme. It's a bit extreme. Yeah. So... If someone isn't willing to help find your dog, but they are willing to find your grandma, um, I don't know how uh, happy they're gonna be when they find out that your grandma's a dog. And also, like, and <laughs> also, true. it's going to affect how they look. Yeah, like for said air, like air quote grandma. You know <laughs> what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, if it's a dog, you're going to, like, no, you know, leave like, some food out. You're going to, like, be laying out treats and they're going to be like, yeah. your grandma responds to treats. Yeah. <laughs> It'd oh be goodness. a lot more concerning either way. It would. I would say it's not unethical, but I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I, it's it would be more... a sacrifice to name your dog grandma or grandpa. Oh, yeah. I couldn't. I could absolutely not. Your dog would be bullied by other dogs. Too, yeah. For that. All right. Next one. How to get more bathroom breaks or how to get more breaks at work. Um just be like oh this certain appliance broke but i can go get uh, i can go pay to get it fixed on pocket you know well that's a short term um, oh short term okay we're talking long term you're oh. gonna be you're gonna be at this business for at least another five years you gotta you gotta get more breaks for those five years to, all around hmm okay gonna be honest okay you don't know yes okay <laughs> um this one is keep hydrated at work You'll need to take a lot of bathroom breaks. This will make up for all the breaks smokers get. Might as well double up and start smoking. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Once again, not unethical, but it is just a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd say it's unethical to yourself to start smoking yeah. just for a few breaks it's at work. It's personally unethical. But like, yeah. I don't know about like the other external factors. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I would say treat yourself to a break every once in a while at work you don't need to start drinking water to do that just like if you're like i'm i can't take anymore maybe get up take a walk around i don't think anyone will penalize you for that yeah unless you take away too many but like you know there will be a a significant loss if you do that to start smoking you know <laughs> yeah. there will be a significant loss of lung capacity there it is yeah <laughs> all right the next one is um what is the unethical like life hack for if you don't like your seats at a sporting event? Um, I know the standard, very unethical one is to say that you have a disability. Being like, yeah, my leg's broken and I can't have it set, like, be seated yeah. in this specific, like, or like, like this way. Otherwise, it'll like, you know, not, uh, like, it's just not right. You know, it's not healing right or whatever. Yeah. So I that might be one, just like saying I have a disability, or um. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but I had this random thought of like, I'm the per. Wait, um, what sporting event is this? Let's say it's um football. Okay, 
What if it's like you're the person who has to go get the football? <laughs> Being like, hey, that's my job. I need to sit there. <laughs> Dress up as them. No, yeah. take the person that's supposed to do it. Put them in a closet. Yeah, take their, take their take clothes. Take their uniform. Yeah. Put it on and go run around catching the football. Yeah, just make sure to look at the name tag. Being like, yeah, where's uh, this guy? And you'd be like, yeah, that's me. I'm that guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'd say those are both unethical. Um, this so we is, got one of them. <laughs> well, we got- this, yeah, you're coming up with other suggestions that <laughs> very well could work. Um, what they have suggested is open the app they sell seats through at the match as the match or game starts and see what seats are open. No purchase needed. Just wander into new real estate and become a squatter. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. So you basically just take seats that have not been bought yeah. and you sit in them. That's kind of cool. It's very smart. I'd say it's not necessarily unethical because they didn't sell them anyways, but I feel like this could get you into some deep waters because... Some sporting events check. Some sporting events, they check, and they also might have multiple services through which they're selling tickets. Yeah. And so, like, maybe they sold the tickets on another service, and then, like, that the service you're looking at didn't catch up or something Mm -hmm. like that. You could get yourself in, like, a mean fist fight this way. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, if it works, it works. (laughs) But, like... Yeah, there's also a couple ways that this could also go wrong, you know? Yeah, I'd say so. But this is pretty smart. Yeah, the idea is there. The idea is there, the execution maybe not. Yeah, the execution is a bit iffy. Yeah. So. Next one. Um, what is the unethical life hack if you want to hang up on someone? Oh, is it the, like, I only know the classic where it's just that, like, you, like, say something and then, like, you just repeatedly just, like, shove your hand against oh, the yeah. speaker being like, yeah, it's just cutting off. Yeah. And then... Or um, crinkle the wrapper. Yeah. Or, and you just, like, hang up mid-sentence. Yeah. And then text them after being like, yeah, I don't have good service right now. Can we talk later? <laughs> yeah. All right. This one is slightly different. Um, they say if you want to hang up on someone, just say you're going to put them on or take them off speakerphone. They'll think you pressed the wrong button when, you know, the call stops going through. Then simply place another call or leave the phone off the hook so they can't ring straight back. Hmm. I wouldn't say this is unethical. I don't know if this even works, to be honest. Like, uh, I think people are going to catch on pretty yeah, quickly. Pe- yeah, that's the thing. Because, like, also, even if you were, like, it's not going to stop the issue of them figuring it out. They're just <laughs> yeah. going to call you back. Yeah. And if you don't pick up, then they'll figure it out real quick because, like, they thought you were calling them. Yeah. So, you know. I don't know. I just don't. I don't think it's a very great hack. Yeah, it doesn't work. But there's nothing terribly unethical about it. Yeah, no. So, I that's... mean, like maybe you're just like pissing someone off, being like, "Ah, you were supposed to call me," <laughs> and I can tell that you didn't call me, despite the fact that you should technically be still on the phone. Yeah. So, it's not working. <laughs> yeah. If Ashana wouldn't do it, it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Um, how to get another four years of college discounts after you've graduated. Oh, after. Okay. Because I know for a fact, like, I know that's a thing where it's like, if you just don't graduate, you can still get the <laughs> discounts. That is very true. Yeah, like, if you just straight up don't graduate, you can just, like, like depending on the college, you can just live on campus and that just, like, keep going. That said, you would end up spending a lot more money to keep going to yeah, college. you really would, but, yeah. like, you know. It, I mean, yeah. you're there. <laughs> I mean, some idiots probably don't. <laughs> I know um, there was like that one lady who did for like 16 years, wasn't there? Wow, that's a lot of time. I like I don't know the specifics of it, so technically this might be wrong, but like I don't know, someone might have done it. Yeah. Uh this person says in your last year of college, lose with air quotes around lose your student ID and get a new one. 
the expiration date will reset and you can get another four years of discounts. Oh, that's so cool, actually. That's nice. Yeah, so here's the thing. I went into the comments section Mm -hmm. of this hack and I discovered that people have found that with places such as Amazon, they kind of make it so that this isn't really possible. Like, you you know, once you've graduated, they know and it's up. Yeah, because, like, they can cancel, like, your... Like, I'm assuming there's, like, a student ID system. So it's, like, you can just cancel that ID. So whatever ID you have that corresponds with it, it'll cancel out as with that. So people said that what you could do is, like, when you're maybe the spring of your senior year or something, you renew your subscription through and, like, renew, you know, the fact that you have a student ID or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that may possibly get you a bit more time before they, you know, check or anything. I don't really know. This might not work, but if it does... Um, also for like certain places that are like in person like i know some restaurants have student discounts yeah i'm sure you can get a like you can get a lot more with that like you could probably get away with it if you have if they're checking it like in person because they're not gonna have like an actual like you know school scanner or something to be like are you currently still in the school or like if you have it you have it you know yeah um, in terms of whether or not it's unethical, I don't think it's terribly ethical, but it's not also the worst thing you could yeah, do. Yeah, you're still paying to go there anyway. Like, yeah. You, you've had to pay significant amount, like, significant amounts of money. Yes. So, I mean, like, make their pockets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not encouraging this, okay? Like, let's be clear. Um, what is the unethical life hack to um, get around paying for grocery bags at the grocery store? Oh, you just bring your own bag. Like, you don't have to... Do- you- that is a wonderful idea, but this person has not thought of that. <laughs> oh. PSA, bring your own bags. Yeah. No more plastic bags. They're not good for the environment. Just bring your right. own. Also, you're getting charged for it, so just bring your own. Next time we see one of you with a plastic bag at the grocery if store... If I see you, cheeky... <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna be a good day for you. No, it isn't. <laughs> right, I personally any- will steal your groceries. <laughs> yeah. And that would be unethical. But yeah. you're being more unethical, so it gets overridden. Exactly. Do you have any guesses for what this could be? Not at all. Okay, I'll just tell you then. Do you um, have any? Like, well, what would you do? I'd bring the reusable bags. Literally. It's much simpler, but this person says plastic go- grocery bags cost 10 cents now, but the bags in the produce section are free. Just running into the grocery store for two or three things, it's enough to, it, it's enough to be hard to carry. But not enough to warrant paying ten cents for a plastic bag, um, which they say is the California price, but I'm sure it's pretty universal. Yeah. The produce and meat sections have bags that you can load up on for free. Once again, I mean, like it's only unethical in the terms of like you have managed to miss the point of why we are doing of why yeah. it's being cost exactly of like why you have to like pay for this. You're missing the point. Yeah. But I mean, like if you really don't have the money to do so, then yeah. Yeah. Okay, I guess it works. But also, like, it can only really work for, like, produce and meats. Yeah, if you put, like... You can't, random... like, put them separately. Like, you can't put, like, other things in bags like that. Like, let's say you went to the grocery store to buy, like, Cheerios and you put them in the plastic bag. Yeah, that's not gonna work. They're gonna be a little bit confused. Yeah, and also, like, just... Sorry, but, like, if you're getting, a ba- like, a box of Cheerios, you'd hold that. You'd, like... Well, but let's say you <laughs> yeah, got yeah. ten boxes of yeah, Cheerios. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Like, yeah. you get something that's not in a box. <laughs> All right. Next unethical life hack. How to keep your ex from getting representation when going through a divorce. Ooh. <laughs> Gonna be honest. I don't know how, and honestly, uh, you I'm You don't very need curious. to know how. Yeah. But, um, going through a divorce... 
visit all the lawyers in your state for some advice so your ex can't get any representation. Huh. Uh, so they all know. So, like, every single one knows about the well, possible case? Or like, So when you talk to a lawyer, they're then biased so they couldn't help your ex? Yeah. So if you hypothetically were to talk to every single lawyer in the state, they couldn't get representation. Yeah, because, like, yeah, they'd be, like, basically taken, right? Yeah. Like, they'd be, yeah. Yeah. This is just stupid. Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is stupid. It's stupid. Also, it makes it sound like they don't want the divorce. Like, what is this? Yeah. Like, if you want the divorce, just let them have the representation well, so you... the divorce can go through. Like, good God. Yeah, well, I mean, if you knew you were in the wrong and you were going to lose, like, all your money in the uh, divorce, I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. You got to weigh the pros and cons of what you're yeah. doing. Well, we wouldn't know. So, you know, take it with a yeah. clean of salt. Next one. Um, how to get free tickets at a movie theater. Ooh, I don't know. I'm very curious. I, I want to hear this. Okay. You can purchase and reserve seats online at AMC Theaters and get a refund on any amount of seats up until the showtime. Purchase an entire row of seats in advance and then refund any seats you don't want right before the movie to have a row all to yourself. I don't know about this one. Mm. It's it's kind of unethical because, I mean... You still theaters, need the seats to be available. Like Yeah. There's a, a lot of loopholes. With you'd have part. to time it quite perfectly and also... Theaters have taken quite the hit recently. Yeah. I don't think we need to be, you know, causing them any more disservices. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I'd say unethical on that one. Yeah. I'm also going to agree, but it's also just like, I don't understand how this would work. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the mechanism is there, but like, I don't know what it is, but I just cannot see this working. And I'm sure there are some theaters that have some sort of safety in place. So that yeah, this, and also you can't like, if this. you refund a bunch of seats... It is still up for it to be bought. You know? But if you do it like five seconds before the show begins. Yeah, but then how do you know if the seat's even available? See, that's the thing. Like, if it's it depending on like... No, you buy them like a week in advance. And then right before the show, you're like, oh, I'm going to cancel all these seats for a refund. Oh. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I just think most theaters probably have realized you yeah. can do this and done something about it. I mean, it like, now. you're not saving all that much money. Yeah. Like, you're still paying for the actual seats that you're using, but I guess if you really if you really didn't like people all that much... Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there it is. And our final unethical life hack, how to get through closed roads, traffic and detours, and past security checkpoints. <laughs> oh, maybe I need to pay attention for the last one, maybe? <laughs> Shauna! <laughs> no, it's just that I'm sick of getting extra security checks. Oh, yes. I'm sick of it. But anyway, um... This reminds me, I'm going to go on a quick tangent, but like when I was on my way to Pennsylvania, there was like this road that was like road closed, travel at your own risk. And that was like the most concerning sign I've ever read in my life. I'm going to assume you went through it. Yeah, we went through it. And it's, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of like Lombard Street in San Francisco. It's the one that's like super steep and like super like I think I've seen photos. Yeah, Yeah, you, you definitely have. It's a very famous street. And it was like that because it was flat. Ooh. (laughs) <laughs> and then it went straight up. Oh, my goodness. It was like, I think it was closed because of the sheer angle of the road. And so, like, my dad was, like, driving, um, was, like, um, at the cross road. Yeah. Crossroad? Is that, is that what they're called? Uh, intersection. Intersection. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it was at the intersection. And we were like, where do we go? And he said, we're going straight. And I'm like, uh, the road says it's closed. And then my mom said, travel at your own risk. And so my dad said, okay, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. Um, and so uh, we had to go up the road. And 
I felt like I was on a roller coaster because I was holding on to that like guard, like that. Oh my goodness! That like handle thing yeah. near the window for dear life because my stomach just lurched because like we just. Wow. You know, <laughs> that's a lot. I do find those kind of fun. Yeah, those are fun, but like we had to stop a little bit because we didn't know how. Like we didn't know if the road was closed because if it was just like in poor condition or yeah. if it was just like just that like one part of the road so we like stopped halfway through and i'm like oh my god we're gonna roll back we're gonna roll back and it was terrifying and i didn't know but anyway that's the end of that tangent all right coming back from your tangent the unethical life hack proposed here is keep a doordash bag in your car to get into roads closed to through traffic or detours and past security checkpoints so if you keep the the doordash bag or you know something similar in your car though you can be like but i'm delivering a pizza (laughs) and it's gonna be cold um I don't think this would work. I also probably, if there was an emergency... Like, if there's an emergency, they're not going to let you through. Yeah. And for that reason, I don't think it's unethical because it's not going to work. Yeah, for, like, the last two, it was, like, security and, like, um, closed signs or whatever. Yeah. Like, you're still considered, like, a civilian or whatever. Like, you're not going to have any, like, special access to be like, yeah, let's... You're delivering something. My bad. Well, let me uh, <laughs> yeah. let me give you clearance for this possibly Let's dangerous stop everything thing. for you to get the pizza to this person's yeah, house. Yeah, this non-existent pizza. <laughs> All right, Shauna. We have some trivia to play today. Ooh. In honor of December being Read a New Book Month, though there is heated debate on whether or not the true national Read a New Book Month is September or December, which the book community is a little bit wild. Yeah, they got some discourse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Um. So we will be taking the ultimate children's literature trivia quiz brought to us by Broke by Books. Because I feel like if Ashana and I have any capabilities to do any kind of book trivia, it's probably children's literature. Yeah, I think we've just kind of stopped after children's books. I mean, I do read. Oh, really? I'm trying to get to 30 books this year, and I'm at 28. Oh, you're almost there. I'm about to finish my 29th, and I'm afraid I'm not going to finish the 30th in time. I mean, like, if you really just, like, chug through it, you're going to be fine. Yeah, I know. Fun fact, I watched a show that has a thousand episodes, and I'm not proud of this, not at all, but I finished it, so. Really? It's still going, they're still, like, they're still releasing new episodes, but, like, I'm up to date now, (laughs) so. I'm so scared, because it was supposed to take me exactly a year to read 30 books, and I had it all mapped out and all planned out, and then things got wild. Oh, what happened? Did you just, like, take longer than you expected? No, school just takes up so much time. Oh, yeah. Um, so... (laughs) Anyways. Just email your teacher being like, yeah, I didn't do your homework because I have a personal plan I need to get yeah. through. Yeah. Um, so here's the catch. I usually do. I usually know the answers to the trivia questions because I have them all written down. Um, but this this particular trivia um, put them all on the last page, which means that I don't have the answers in front of me. So we will both be playing trivia and we will get to see who wins this week. Exactly. It's very little, exciting. A little change of pace. But you know what? It's good. That's right. So. Question number one is, where does the Dursley family live in the Harry Potter series? A, 6 Drill Street on Petunia Crossing. B, 12 Gringotts Corner in Dudley Town. C, 4 Privet Drive in Little Winging. Or D, 16 Diagon Alley, London. Privet thing. Privet. Yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, you informed me that Gringott Corner is apparently, what, a store in Harry it's Potter? It's a bank. Gringotts is a bank. Oh, yes. Um, and then Diagon Alley is, like, actually in the world where he becomes a wizard. Yeah. Which means the Dursley family couldn't live there, so I'm going to say Privet Drive as well. <laughs> um, next one. What is the name of Matilda's teacher? A, Mrs. Lizzie Sugar. B, Miss Jennifer Honey. C, Miss Lavender Bogtrotter. Or D, Mrs. Agatha Trunchbull. 
Um, I'm gonna have to go with B, Miss Jennifer Honey. Yeah, Miss Honey. Honestly, that movie, like, okay, the book was great as a child. Tr- I yeah. would say I w- I read the book and watched the movie in like second grade. Mm-hmm. Um, the movie was a little bit scary. Yeah, Miss Trunchbull was something. Yeah, like that, like box where like she shoved the kid. Yeah. Jeez. Oh yes. Nightmare. She would put them in like literal solitary confinement, except it was a tiny little room with tons of spikes. Also, the guy who played the father, I was convinced that it was Danny DeVito, and I still don't know if it is or isn't. But like I, oh, but like person- I don't think so. But I don't know. Yeah, but like he just gives me very strong Danny DeVito vibes. I guess I can see that actually. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next one. Who is not a resident of the Hundred Acre Woods in Winnie the Pooh? A. Owl, B. Badger, C. Christopher Robin, or D. Tigger? I am going to have to guess Christopher Robin because I don't know why a little kid would live in the woods. Yeah. I'm going to go with Badger only because I like them. Okay. What, you think he'd, he's like on to bigger and better things than living in the woods? You know what? I feel like ba- like Badger's... They just kind of do what they want. All right. So, you know. Fair enough. I can see them living literally anywhere. (laughs) All right. Next one. In the cat in the hat, what type of pet does Sally have? A fish, B hamster, C dog, or D bunny? Oh, the fish. Of course. I remember this very fondly. Yeah. Um, They were, uh, like, the fish was an odd one. He was, especially in the movie. Yeah. Are we talking about the one with, like... Like what movie are we talking about? The live about? action one that's yeah. terrifying. Okay, good. Is it Alec Baldwin that plays yeah. the <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. It was horrible. It's I scary. S- I only s- I never watched the movie, but I did see people react to a movie like a commentary video. Yeah. Which is honestly oh, pretty no, good. No. Alec Baldwin played one of the characters, but he was not the cat. No, in he the was hat. the cat. No, he wasn't because he was the evil like dude that everyone hated that was oh, getting right. married yeah, to the mom. Was, yeah. Sorry, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He was a uh, he was also weird. I remember nothing of that movie because I didn't see much of it. I only remember that, like, everyone had, like, a weird Prius. <laughs> like, everyone had, like, <laughs> that Priuses. That is true, actually. Yeah. yeah. I watched that movie so many... Or, like, so green many... or pink Priuses. Yeah. I watched that movie so many times as a kid. Um, Can you verify? Yeah, the Priuses were definitely there. <laughs> it was such a terrifying movie, but there was something entertaining about it. And it's a little bit trippy, I'd say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, the fish was weird. Yeah, and in the movie, he ends up getting, like, exiled to the, the toilet water. I like, mean, like... He, he, instead of... His, he gets thrown out of his, his fishbowl, and that's the only place he can live. I can't remember why, but... Uh, I think... I'm assuming it has to be cleaned. Like, oh, something no, like that. No, no, like, things turn into chaos. Yeah. In the house, and I don't know. There's a... Oh, I don't even know. It's a whole story. Yeah, that story. Be something. It's a lot to process. Question number five. What is the name of the little boy who's the hero of the snowy day? A, Billy, B, Michael, C, Carl, or D, Peter? <laughs> it's not it. But uh, actually, I wanted to say Carl only because I thought it'd be funny. Because, <laughs> like, I think it's so it's so weird to, like, imagine, like, a young person named Carl. I genuinely think it could have been Carl. Could be his name. Yeah, because, like, old people have the name Carl. Yeah, but, like, at some point they had to be young. But, like, the idea that, like, there's a youngin out there. I think, but probably at the time that this book was written, the young, the old people named Carl were the young people named Carl. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with Peter because that's a very classic. All right. You're going with Peter. I'm going with Carl because I actually do think it's right. Um, Number six, who wrote Harriet the Spy? One of my favorite children's books. Ooh, what was it about? Um, Harriet is a spy. Thank you so much. I wouldn't have guessed. No, like, I mean, it's really, it's a children's book, but it's like a little chapter book. Like, it's not really a children's book. Yeah. Um, Where 
this little girl is just decides to be a spy. Honestly, have at it. But like, girl boss. It one of my favorite parts of, about it would, was that she would go to like um, restaurants or stuff like that, and she'd bring her little notebook. Yeah. And she would turn with her back face to everyone, and then she would listen in on their conversations, and then she would make this whole profile of what she thought the person looked like based on their conversations. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Was she right? Well, not no. Oh. Not always. Okay, but I fair. just always that always struck me as cool. Yeah, but that's cool. Yeah. All right. Anyways, <laughs> we didn't even list the choices. Judy Bloom. Betty McDonald, Louise Fitzhugh, or E.L. Konigsberg. I the third think, one. The third one. I think it's Louise Fitzhugh as well. And oh. I, I mean, I read it, so I should probably know, but I don't okay. know. So, all right. I'm mostly relying with process of elimination based on if I've read yeah. the other ones, but... Because it's definitely like Judy Bloom, because that's yeah. like Ramona and Beezus and stuff yeah. like that. I... Oh, and Socks the Cat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you ever read Socks? No. He was a cat. And I think it was a Judy Bloom book. Oh. So. Because, yeah. like, Ramona and Beezus was, like, Beverly Cleary or something. Oh, really? That's not... Who was Judy Bloom? I don't know. Judy Bloom was... Judy Bloom wrote something. She wrote something, but... Uh, you're yeah, right. like, it sounds very familiar. Like, it I was know not, the name. It, yeah. Uh, Beverly Cleary was Socks and Ramona and Beezus. Yeah. Sorry for the confusion, folks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number seven. What is not a title of a book in P- Beatrix Potter's Peter Rabbit series? A, The Tale of Mr. McGregor, B, The Tale of Benjamin, C, The Tale of Ginger and Pickles, or D, The Tale of Mr. Todd? Tale of Mr. Todd. I agree. I... But I do wish it was, because I like it. That's such a fun title. Yeah. Benjamin is definitely a book. The Tale of Mr. McGregor, I mean, he's a central character. Ginger and Pickles, they could be putting us in there to throw us off, so I'm not going to guess that one. Did you read the series as a kid? Yeah. Huh. Not all of them, but some of them. I didn't. (laughs) They were, like, really tiny. The ver- At least the versions I had were, like, very small. Like, the actual book itself or just, like, the amount of words? The, like, the fi- it was, like, two inches tall. Oh, so, like, the print. Whoa, okay. Yeah. Um, huh. So I assume there weren't many words yeah. in there. <laughs> um, number eight. What kind of clothing does Max wear in Where the Wild Things Are? A, a bat cape. B, pajamas. C, a cat costume. Or D, a wolf suit. I'm pretty confident in my answer, so I'm going to let you go first. Because I don't want to spoil it. Say it again? The question or the oh the, the options bat cape pajamas cat costume wolf suit ooh ooh uh pajamas see at first I was really confident in that it was pajamas but now I'm really is it the cat costume it's definitely not but is it the wolf suit I know like he dresses up at some point because like you know oh my goodness I'm racking my brain right I now know. but he definitely was in his bed at the beginning oh, of the yeah, story that's how it starts so it's so like... he's wearing pajamas. Yeah. Okay, let's go with pajamas. Yeah, we're making um, our choice here. Who is not a character in Wrinkle in Time? A, Mrs. Wen, B, Mrs. What's-It, C, Mrs. Witch, or D, Mrs. Who? Mrs. Wen. Um, I have to say I never read the book, but I did watch the movie, and it was hot garbage. Like the new one? Like the yeah. CGI one? I really did not enjoy it. Um, I think Oprah was in it, actually. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she was. <laughs> And um, you're great, Oprah, but that was not, that missed the mark a little bit. Um, <laughs> I read the book, but, like, I remember getting it in part of a box set because it was, like, one of many. And I hated her, like, the main character so much as we kept going on through the book. Because, like, it was, like, you know, going through time, so, like, she was getting older and stuff. She was so rude, and it was, like, kind of annoying because, like, she became such a pick-me. And it was so weird. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I, it's not my favorite thing. Yeah, and she was like, it was so weird because like they were going into like family issues. Obviously, I knew they had, but like they were doing that also at the expense of the other kid that they had. Oh yeah. So it's like I don't like any of you now. <laughs> so it's like I was rooting for this one character and who was like the main character of the first book. And then her little brother, obviously. And then the second book came around. And then so now I wasn't rooting for any of them except the younger brother. But then the third book came around. And I wasn't rooting for any of them. Because the third, um, the little brother, like the brother was yeah. now being rude. and Oh my goodness. And being extremely annoying and problematic. And then the next one was on like the elder brothers who were just kind of there being like server dudes. Like having that type of aesthetic going on. And they were there. They were vibing. So I was only rooting for them because they also hated the fact that they were at home. It was like, it was so weird. And then it just straight up went into like a whole mystical and like, and they also got longer and like the books got longer. So it's like, it was a lot more going on. And I still to this day had dropped it at the fourth book. And there's like two, three more after it. That's like significantly longer. And it's like, I have no, I don't care about this series anymore. All right. After that, I just let you go there. I just let you... Yeah, I have <laughs> a lot to say out. about this series, man. Um, I'm going to go with Mrs. Witch. Okay. Because I don't think they would have made a character named Mrs. Witch. Fair enough. Question number 10. The author of Charlotte's Web also wrote which book? The Cricket in Times Square, Stuart Little, The Wind in the Willows, or Mr. Popper's Penguin? Oh, Stuart Little. Do you know this for a fact? You sounded very confident. I think so. I'm going to go with The Wind in the Willows because that... Just despite me? <laughs> But it's got similar vibes, I feel like. Oh, yeah. I know it's not a cricket in Times Square, and I know it's not Mr. Popper's yeah. Penguin, so. You yeah. only got two options, so they're... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question number 11. In what decade was Goodnight Moon published? The 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, or 1970s? I'm going to go with 1960s. I'm going to go with... What's Goodnight Moon? Um, it's... Oh, I'm... wait. I saw yeah. that in, like... Okay, never mind. Yeah. I don't remember what class I saw that in English. Like, they just, like, showed it to us. It's a I'm classic. 70s. 70s. Okay. Question number 12. What is not the title of a chapter in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland? A. Alice's Evidence. B. The Mock Turtle's Story. C. Advice from a Cat. Or D. Who Stole the Tarts? Uh, Mock Turtle. Okay. I forgot that was the title. I... I think it must be A. Which one was that? Alice's Evidence. Oh. Because it's either the Mock Turtle or Alice's Evidence. Yeah. Maybe it's the Tarts, too, but that sounds like... I don't know. That sounds like it could be. I it, swear. It might be, like, one of those things where it's like, yeah, it wasn't a tart. It was actually the orange, like, the actual yeah. bottle where she drank out of. It's like, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a fit if that's the case. Here's the thing. We all know that the author of this book was not in sound mind when he wrote it. You kind of have to when you write a book <laughs> like this. And therefore, I'm gonna guess that it's a strange... It's not... That one. Of, that the strange titles that were presented here are actual titles okay. of the chapters. Question number 13. In From the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler, which I have never heard of, where did the kids camp out? The American Museum of Natural History, the Metropolitan Museum of Art... The Museum of Modern Art or the Bronx Zoo. Um, you know what? Let's go with the uh, natural history because I feel like there's a lot of... I don't know why, but a lot of children's entertainment is set at like the, <laughs> is that like the Natural History Museum. Yeah, that's kind of true. So it's just like... I'm going to go with the Metropolitan Museum. I'm going to test my probability. I feel like the Metropolitan Zoo, was it? Or the art? No, the Bronx Zoo and the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Oh, that'd be fun, you know? Yeah. Just like a good ch change of pace. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Question number 14. What is the name of the creature who makes sure people don't waste time in the Phantom Toll Booth? Um, the, the Time Tiger, the Clock Cat, the Watchdog, or the Minute Monster? I think it's the Watchdog. I kind of want to go with the Minute Monster because that's honestly iconic. Okay. <laughs> I haven't read this one, but that's iconic. Next one. Fit Tag yourself, I'm the Minute Monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> what instrument does Peter play in Peter Pan? A harmonica, a flute, a mandolin, or the pipes? <laughs> Like the bagpipes? The pipes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Any kind of pipes you want. Um, I don't know. Maybe pipes. It's, I think it's the mando. <laughs> I'm just I think it's the flute. Same. Yeah. I, I Can never... you imagine he's out here just like playing pipes like they're boom whackers? <laughs> <laughs> playing the boom whackers? <laughs> In all seriousness, I fell down a rabbit hole on YouTube of people playing the boom same, whackers. Same. I don't know what it is about them, but they're so, like... Because I discovered that, you know how, like, Ivy League colleges, they have, like, you know, lots of, like, acapella? Yeah. They also have boom whacker troops. I kind of want to learn the boom, like, whacker, so I could just, like, maybe go into a college full ride, you know? <laughs> just be like, yeah, you guys don't have boom whackers, I'm a boom whacker. <laughs> you become, like, the most renowned boom whacker Literally. in the world. <laughs> All right, question number 16. In which city does Make Way for Ducklings take place? New York? Oh my god, Ashana! What? It's Boston! Oh. <laughs> um, question number 17. How many girls attend Madeline's school in Paris? 10, 12, 15, or 20? Oh, uh, 12. Okay, I'm gonna go with 15 because that is the only odd number on this list, and I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. Madeline, Madeline gets left out of everything. Which would mean there might be an odd number. Oh, that's true. Very smart. Thank you. All right. Question critical of... reasoning skills. Yeah. That's you're really good at the critical reasoning skills, and I think that's why you you get so good at trivia because <laughs> you just kind of reason your way through it. But so I'm working on it. I'm yeah. watching you and I'm learning. <laughs> question number eighteen. Who is Curious George's best friend? The captain, the man in the yellow hat, the general, or the girl with the red scarf? You know, I'm hoping it's the man with the yellow hat. <laughs> I'm hoping so, too. But didn't you have other friends like Gnocchi? That's from the show, and I love that show. Oh, like... right. She's not in the book. Yeah, I love that show. Me, too. Like, it's a wonderful show. Like, the scientist yeah. was so cool. Oh, yes. And the, and the ran like, that one dog. Like, the wiener dog. Iconic. Oh, I forgot about that dog. Yeah. Yeah. Noki was my favorite character, though. Yeah. We didn't. We never saw much of her, though. And that made yeah. me sad. Well, she was owned by the Italian restaurant guy. Yeah, always making meatballs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was the whole shtick. All right, question number 19. In Harold and the Purple Crayon, Harold draws all of the following except A, a sun, B, a pie, C, a dragon, or D, a moon. A sun. I, I think it's either the sun or the moon. Yeah, it's giving me space vibes. I don't think he draws a moon All for the right. sake of being independent of your answers because yeah. we need to have a winner. We can't tie. Exactly. All right, question number 20. In The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, what is the name of the children who go to Narnia? A, the Parker siblings, B, the Kirk siblings, C, the Penvenzi siblings, <laughs> or D, the Ketterly siblings? I think it's the Parker siblings. Yeah, same. I'm going to go with that. Okay. So basically, Sean and I have some tabulating to do. Yeah. <laughs> We have to count up who won. Hello, it's actually Future Grace here. I was editing the podcast and I realized that somehow the trivia answers got cut off. So what we're going to do is we are going to create an Instagram post on our Instagram page where we will tell you all the answers to the trivia questions. 
So if you'd like to know um, how you did or how we did on the trivia, head to WGS underscore podcast. So thank you for tuning into Worst Grace Scenario. We'll be back the same time next week.